welcome to the Rethink Leadership podcast, available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you prefer to watch. My name is Jeremy Blaine, CEO of Performance Works International, Executive Director of the Transformational Leadership Acceleration Institute, and Managing Partner of Diversity Talent. My aim is to bring insights from leaders, experts, and highly talented professionals from around the world. Insights, stories, and advice from the front lines of modern leadership to engage, inspire, and mobilize progress back in the workplace. Every episode is a learning opportunity for us all. The Rethink Leadership podcast also supports charities around the world. Each episode is made of a cause chosen by my guests, and to date, I'm proud to say we've supported over 60 global and local great causes. Welcome to Danny Dixon, my guest for today's Rethink Leadership podcast, founder and CEO of the startup business Portivo, a new type of disruptive marketplace for consulting expertise that connects clients and consultants using an innovative modular statement of work approach, combining best practice thinking with practical implementation. Prior to this, Danny was a senior executive and leader in the mobile telecoms industry, working in transformation, products, and customer experience. This episode is made of mind, Danny's chosen charity, because people, especially men, need to talk more about mental health. During our discussion, Danny tells me how consulting marketplaces are disrupting every sector, what it means for professional services as a whole, the benefits it can derive versus traditional consulting, and where we are in terms of uptake. Let's hear more. Hello and welcome, Danny. Please introduce yourself, audit history of your really impressive career, and tell us about why you set up Portivo. Yeah, hello. Um, I'm really pleased to be doing this, actually. It's uh, it's, it's a great opportunity. And um, so I guess if we take a step back, um, my career spanning over 25 years now um i started off in in technology actually in it um then moved more into commercial when i uh, i worked for a large mobile company in the uk for a number of years um and across that covered finance operations you know customer experience uh, digital and uh, transformation activity and um when i left there in in 2019 I uh, decided that I was going to embark on my own consulting career um, and wondered actually if there was just a better way to do uh, consulting. So um, to provide greater definition, if you like, around the types of engagements or typical statement of work, that's not rocket science on its own. Um, but ultimately, you know, was there a way to better connect the client and the consultant community, potentially in a scaled up model via a marketplace that could, that could create a totally new way for clients to be able to buy consultant services from the independent consultant market that gave them access to a, a much broader a portfolio of services and and that's the idea of the portivo was born really so it was yeah it was a it was a, a desire to try and improve and, and ultimately but also recognize there was an opportunity to scale this particular model and, and that's what we've done it's kind of like a the gig economy for consulting is that yeah something yeah. around that is it that's right, yeah, and and actually, if you if you think about it, there's there's existing marketplaces within within consulting as well, um, but not necessarily at the high end. So that's effectively what I was aiming to do because there's a you know there's a huge amount of potential in 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 the UK uh, in terms of capability, and actually, if we can unlock that potential across the whole of the UK, 
um, you know, with a with a with a, with a, with a marketplace type concept, then you know, yes, you can have like people who only want to work at particular times, enable it to fit around their particular lifestyles, and 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 also then delivering value uh, for clients as well. So it can it can be a win win if you like for driving innovation within the great land that we call we call our UK. Yeah, and and now my ears are pricked up obviously being a being a consultant or an operational consultant myself so uh tell me how then marketplaces are disrupting every sector out there and and was there a pandemic effect as an accelerator to this um yeah i think i think the pandemic sort of had had, had both a positive and slightly more negative effects you know and, and you know we were a new business at the time of the pandemic so it, it, it dried up the demand uh, a little bit however um you know what we did find uh, through that time is we were able to build out the proposition and the product in a way that then you know when the the effects of the pandemic started to recede a little bit we were then able to to execute a more stronger sort of go to market launch but we're taking a step back from that we look at how marketplaces are transforming if you like we think the the consulting uh, proposition and, and industry you know, there's the sort of zeitgeist, if you like, of, you know, what happened with B2C uh, consumer marketplaces. And we've seen, you know, the ones that everybody knows and loves, the Amazons, the Airbnb, you know, those types of marketplaces that have totally transformed the way we either buy product or uh, or indeed go on holidays. And of course, there's a plethora of other ones. What we're also seeing, though, is a bigger shift into B2B marketplaces where the traditional purchase models, um, and, and actually that, you know, a lot of the time you would see, that procurement process going straight into the you know the, the bigger players that the, the 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 models that have been around for for decades but haven't really changed. But we're seeing a, a bit of a shift now towards um, you know those businesses moving into a space where they want to you know look at a broader marketplace, look at uh, you know different offerings. You know they they want to be able to look at different price competition and things like that. And of course, a marketplace does that for you. It gives you access actually to a much greater pool of talent. You know, a tiny percentage of firms dominate the, the consulting industry, but it's only uh, a very, very small amount of the capability that's out there. And what we believe that the Portivo marketplace can do, indeed other marketplaces like us, is democratise, if you like, the access to uh, uh, independent consultant expertise, which can only be a good thing for, for, for industry in terms of access to talent and, 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 and overall, um, you know, economy in terms of you know getting more people into work and and getting clients the, the services that they need. Well, you're you're preaching to the choir on this one. I have to say that that and I love the terminology, the democratizing of independent consultancies, and it's it it's driving, I would imagine, a shakeup of what is a very traditional sector, professional services consultancy, whatever you call uh, call it. So I'd love to kind of pull out, Danny, what the benefits are of marketplaces. And I think there's some common sense here, but I think getting under the skin of it a bit more will really help those those listeners who are interested. The benefits of marketplaces when you do compare it to traditional consulting yeah. or the top five, let's say. And where are we in terms of that uptake? Because it's a it's a new model out there, and some may see it as a higher risk. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you know, in, I mean, in, in terms of the the benefits, we work off. You know a number of what you what we would call proposition pillars. You know the, the the fundamentals of why is it different and ultimately why is it better. And a number of those are, you know, we've 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 created um, pre-configured 
statements of work that have effectively codified um, what is consulting practice, you know, all the way through from discovery and market assessment strategy, you know, design, even including things like business processes, delivery. So effectively, you can break down into, into bite-sized chunks the engagement. So that can take the pain away of needing to develop a, a right statement of work. So set, sometimes this takes weeks. You can do it on minutes, hours on, on, on our platform. You know, then we've got the opportunity to, you know, search a wide range of, of verified experts who um, are algorithmically matched based on the platform, based, you know, based on the, on the way that the, the, the client can create the brief. So the client then sees the ones that are closest match. And the client can then really pick the, the consultants that they want to then have a look at and have more dialogue with and invite them to bid on their project against a common baseline. So all of these different things then start to say, well, you know, the, the given the given the client a greater market access and also optimized processes that save them time and money. Because the thing I didn't say actually is that the, the, the way that we provide services is typically between 30 and 50% lower cost than it is um, to some of the bigger alternatives. So so you know, so so are there additional risks? Well, maybe we are the commercially accountable counterparty for the client. So the client can really just hold us to account to deliver those services with those consultants. So as we grow and get bigger, um, you know, we feel that, that that risk for the client is mitigated, you know, whilst giving them much greater market access. Well, that's fascinating, Danny. And uh working as a consultant as well in in this field, I, I understand exactly the point or the massive benefit of codifying the end-to-end consulting practices so that you're able to come out with those SOWs and and help actually get that client engagement and the connection, the human connection started quicker uh, yeah. in that in that respect by automating the platform. I love the way that mixes the the digital with that human and the consultant matching what are you the, the tinder for consulting now is it <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because uh, when we um when i wrote the strategy for it back in uh 2020 i didn't use tinder but i used match.com so i think very much in in, in a similar a similar vein and and you know you raise a good point there jeremy on the on on the it's not just about a digital um platform you know, I often called it the sort of symbiosis, if you like, of human and digital. You know, we recognize that, you know, the, the, the nature of these services are much more high value. And the last thing a client wants is just to be dispatched into a, a digital Wild West, if you like, where they can, you know, they're not necessarily guaranteed to get the services they want. We will absolutely every time be involved in that process and can help the client as much or as little as they'd like us to, certainly at the outset. Right. Well, yeah. And I suppose so match.com not tinder okay fine got that one <laughs> that's good that's great i love it but it makes so much sense doesn't it and particularly as you grow and as you get more projects under the algorithm presumably will mm. allow that uh, for for greater matching so maybe maybe this is a little bit unfair but i'd like to put you on the spot here because yeah. the real beauty of this is when you implement uh when you put these services in place when clients specifically realize the benefits of this so do you have an example of an existing client you don't have to name names where they're using services on your platform yes yeah we've got we've actually got a number of um strong testimonials actually um and and where we've supplied multiple consultants for either you know the same project or multiple phases or indeed different projects and 
within a within a, a large client that has um, multiple companies within its group, um, and you know they really like a number of things actually that they can access. You know the consultant expertise they need, the fact that it's taken that sort of pain away of, of having to define a statement of work, and it's not a criticism of any, of anybody. Sometimes these things are quite difficult to write, so doing that job uh, for them, and they really like that structure because it provides um this you know almost a methodology if you like for for how for how the project is to be executed and then um gives them a real uh benchmark for what they're expecting to see in terms of the quality of the outcome so absolutely a number of clients absolutely love that definition takes that pain away and and ultimately then the matching if you like of the consultants uh, to that uh, brief plus the other criteria they use around industry skills you know disciplines you know, gives them a really good uh, choice to, to to work with as well. So, yeah. So you mentioned you mentioned pricing before as something that's lower than let's uh, compare it with the strategic consultancies. Is there a, a is there a kicker around speed here as well? Speed to execution. D- definitely. I mean, when you look at you know, depending on which insight you use, but if you look at the the average. Um, procurement timelines is anywhere between sort of five and six weeks you know and that's an average so obviously you've got opposite ends of that uh, but typically speaking we will i mean we say it, we, we will get competitive bids back for a client within 72 hours sometimes it's quicker uh, than that and then at that point they've got a they've got a common baseline for for the what effectively is an rsp rfp and then they've got competitive bids back against that common baseline so you know i i guess if you if you do the simple maths on it you know we're doing it at least 10 times you know, quicker than what would be the case if it was if it was over, um, you know, the, the normal period of time. Got it. That makes it. That makes a lot of sense. So I'm now going to make this about me, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Danny. So I'm 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 an independent consultant. I've been a leader. I'm uh, strategic and operation. It sounds like I'm selling now. Must <laughs> must are. dial that down. Dial I've, that down. I've got a good so platform me, to So. <laughs> Tell me about these consulting marketplaces, about how they benefit people like me, independent consultants, freelancers who are bought into the Portivo platform. Yeah. So what you can, you know, if you think about those um, productized statements of work, you know, often, you know, the, the job of a of an independent consultant can, can be quite lonely at times because you, you're the, the person doing the work, you're the person doing the marketing, you're the person doing the selling, you're probably even the person doing the, doing the accounting. And, and often... You know, it's difficult to access some of those bigger tier clients because they will typically want to go through a single entity or a bigger entity. So people find themselves having to associate themselves with bigger groups to get access to that. So, of course, with the um, Portivo marketplace, that's given them an extra channel. So we've got some sort of pretty big marketing guns behind uh, the, 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 the the channel itself and then driving, driving demand at them, the, the consultants. And then what we're able uh, to do, obviously, with those productized statements of work is they can really sharpen their offering and understand the different types of things that they could do and just use that, you know, intellectual property, whatever you want to call it, that we've we've created for them to then get verifications against other parts of their profile, which then builds their profile up and, and you know, which will drive ultimately how they get positioned uh, on the marketplace. So, yeah, I think in summary, we're acting as a channel. We're giving them real useful content to be able to sell their services and then, you know, giving them an opportunity to to surface themselves at a, at a much higher level, you know, assuming they invest in their profile and get that independently verified. 
that's a that's a really good point getting that verification or accreditation whatever it is in there and build that with you as a true partnership it sounds like as well over the over the time of the projects yeah. um quick question because you you mentioned uh, and of course you live in the uk is this just for uk only at the moment or is this an international platform it, i mean we've had a couple of international uh, clients there are no boundaries obviously uh, you know regulation and and you know law dependent uh, we typically operate you know on terms and conditions that you know that are, are valid in the uk although if you then got we, we were operating in canada and you find that the law construct is very similar so i think in 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 summary you know we are open to operating you know across different territories um as the platform grows you know we'll introduce things like multiple currencies so we can sort of bill in different different rates and things like that so right now we're predominantly uk as i say we've had a couple of international clients but there's the beauty i guess of a digital platform like this is that it can it can it's it's limitless in terms of where it can reach oh absolutely and for for seasoned independents whether consultants or freelancers uh, they buy into that i do that my that myself and i understand that wherever it, the entity is that then the the contract will be behind the laws of that country. And I'm pretty okay with that on an international level. And I do have this quite a, a large international listenership to this podcast. So, uh, and and I know that this will be a topic that many will be interested in. Mm. So how do they get in touch with you, Danny, and maybe find out a bit more if there's a demo or things that you can show them? Um, yeah, I think, that, you know, they can either connect, you know, connect with me on, on, on LinkedIn. Um, so just, you know, search, search for my name. Danny Dixon and Portivo. Um, you know, uh, my email address is danny.dixon at portivo.co uh, or, or come, via, come via the website as well, which is portivo.co. Uh, so, you know, I think we, um, you know, there's a range of different um, ways for people to get in touch with us. And we would, you know, the, the first step, if you like, if people are interested and want to know more is, you know, re- reach out, get get in touch. We'll tee up a call uh, with them and, and, and show them, you know what the platform and and the proposition is capable of fantastic well that's really explained it extremely clearly and those in this field of consulting whether operational or whether more more strategic who are independents will get this and of course it's one of those brilliant ideas which which seems so logical and yet nobody's grabbed hold of yet so so that's been a great lesson thank you very much danny and thank you so much for joining me yeah, th- thank you, Jeremy. I'm, I'm much appreciated, and, and, and hopefully your listeners have enjoyed this one. I'm sure they have. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in to the Rethink Leadership podcast with me, Jeremy Blaine. Please like, comment, and support us on your favorite platform, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, where you can watch as well as listen to each episode.